There is no clear origin regarding the creation of any individual transformer within the universe. In the beginning, the only thing that mattered was the toy line, and any related material regarding the lore was a secondary or tertiary concern if it was thought about at all. Because of this, each medium was allowed to create its own origin pertaining to how the transformers were made. Even within the same medium, their origins could vary. So if you want a clear description on how they were made, you will have to turn to that of a given medium and series in order to find that answer. But if you want a simpler answer to this question, then they came into existence by Hasbro and Takara. That's it, but not a fun or lore-friendly answer. Greetings and welcome back to Checkpoint Gaming Transformers. With this clarification episode, I will go over that of the upgrades. When it comes to the clarification, although not corrections to the published text, it will help make things better to understand for the players. And although this was covered back in episode 5, we decided to create this special episode for those who wish to just go over that of the upgrade clarifications. With four-wheel drive, the truck character flips that it is no longer a truck and his ability will no longer be applied with his base attack reverting to whatever is printed on the card. With any of the bonuses given to the character, they treat four-wheel drive's effect as the character's base attack value. With the aerial bot formation, the tapped upgraded character will not get the plus one bonus. Only the other tapped aerial bots will. With aerial recon, if you do not scrap the card you look at, then just put it back atop of your deck. With Agility of Bumblebee, Fusion Cannon of Megatron, Null Ray of Starscream, and Static Laser of Ironhide, you can put them onto characters other than their respective characters, but they will only get the respective attack bonus found in the lower left-hand corner of the card, not the abilities or bonuses printed within the text field. The exception to this is Static Laser of Ironhide, where it will damage the character when attacked, except when it comes to Ironhide, who will be unaffected by this negative ability. With Ancient Wisdom, if you scrap two actions or two upgrades, you will return one card to your hand while the other will remain scrapped. With any card that is not returned to your hand, it will remain in the scrap pile. Also follow the instructions of Ancient Wisdom and the order written so if you return something like Unleash Potential to your hand, you can play it. With Attack Drone, if you have multiple copies of this card in the weapon slot and you upgrade the character with another weapon, then all equipped Attack Drones will be scrapped. With Backfire, if it KOs the attacker, the attack will end and no one will flip battle cards. With Backup Bag, it can be used to save any weapon or upgrade that causes itself to be scrapped. With Backup Plan, it can be played if it is the last card in your hand. So even though you won't be able to scrap any cards from your hand, you can still draw 3 cards. With Battering Ram, if used against a defender that has more than one other mode, your opponent will decide which mode the defender will transform into. With Battle Ready, the bonuses it provides occur when it is played, not at a later point in the turn if an upgrade is played or an upgrade is scrapped. With Battlefield Scan, it basically means that ignore the keywords of Brave and Stealth when deciding which character to attack. With Belligerence, if a blue hybrid battle icon is flipped, it will become an orange hybrid battle icon. With Blade Flurry, you will still gain the plus 4 attack bonus even if the character will gain or lose a weapon later in the turn. With Brainstorm, the two additional actions you get to play can be played in any order you desire. And that does not have to be chosen ahead of time. So after playing Brainstorm, play your first action, resolve it following by playing your second action and resolving it. With Bug Bomb, you will draw a card before performing the other effects. With Bumpers, it prevents a card from moving damage counters to the upgraded character. Any effects that call for such an action to occur is to be ignored for they are not repaired. If the card that has additional instructions after trying to move the damage counters, still try and follow those if it is possible. With Cargo Trailer, it will only allow the character to hold on to three cargo trailers for a different utility. Said character cannot utilize both. With Collateral Damage, the player whose turn it is will go first, so the player who plays Collateral Damage will scrap a weapon from a character first, followed by the opposing player. From there, you will scrap a card from your hand, followed by the opposing player. With combat commands, if your sentinel is already in alt mode, you cannot flip it to bot mode. 
With composite armor, the damage it will do through the flipping of a blink battle icon will occur after the upgrade has been scrapped. And even if the blink battle icon is not flipped, composite armor will still be scrapped. With confidence, you do not have to play one of your cards that you drew. You can play any action in your hand after you have scrapped two cards from it. And if you have no other cards in your hand when you play confidence, then you will just draw two cards and then immediately scrap them. With Contract Contingency, you can play it for a character that does not have a Bounty ability, but the last ability will not do anything. The affected character will only get a plus 2 attack. With Conversion Expertise, it works off of whatever mode the body character card is in, and if the combined character is in any mode other than Alt or Bot, no bonuses will be given. With Cooling Vents, you can play it on an undamaged or a non-ranged character, but you will ignore the repair ability. With Cornered, when you play it on one of your opponent's characters, their flip ability will trigger. With Coup, if one of the KO'd characters was one of your characters that had a bounty ability, you cannot use that ability when Coup is revealed since that character is no longer on the battlefield. With Crowbar, his ability will only trigger if the attacking character is holding it during its attack. But if it appears after that point, it can stay for at least another attack. With Crude Club, even if the character has no other upgrades, our great character will still get a plus one attack for this upgrade. With Crushing Size, Drill Arms, and Scrapper Gauntlets, if your opponent has a character with a utility, armor, or weapon on it, you'll have to scrap it. The ability to draw a card will only be triggered if you are unable to scrap an enemy utility, armor, or weapon. With Crushing Treads, if the upgraded character's defense is boosted by an action or upgrade, it will raise its pierce number. And the blue battle icons will not add to the character's defense, even if it is attacking, like how orange battle icons will not raise the character's attack when it is defending. With Crystal of Power, you can play it if the character already has a weapon, but if the weapon is in the weapon slot, you'll have to replace it with the Crystal of Power since it takes up both the weapon slot and the armor slot. With Dampening Field, it will prevent the opposing player from flipping more than 4 cards during the battle, even if those extra flips were coming from things like Bold, a White Battle Icon, or any other ability. With Daring Escape, the cards are revealed face up when they are put into the KO area. Either player can look at them, just ask permission before grabbing your opponent's cards. With Decipher, it only counts secret actions found in your opponent's play area. It doesn't extend to your opponent's hands, scrap pile, or their KO area. With Defensive Configuration and Shoulder Holster, if either one is scrapped, then choose one upgrade associated with the respective battle card you wish to keep and which one will be scrapped. With Defensive Driving, when two effects are trying to modify the damage a character takes, the affected player will choose which effect will apply. From there, see if any of the other effects will still be applied. If so, keep applying those effects until there are none left to be applied. However, each effect will only apply to the same damage once. With Dismantling Claw, Personal Targeting Drone, and Reactive Armor, if any of these upgrades will get replaced due to the character that possesses them getting KO'd, then their ability will trigger. Their ability will also trigger when one of these upgrades gets replaced with another upgrade due to it getting scrapped in the replacement process. With Dual Wield, you will choose which weapon your character will keep and which one will be scrapped. With Electrified Spikes and Energized Field, their abilities max out at delivering 1 damage regardless of how many orange battle icons you flip. And if that 1 damage is enough to KO the attack, then no damage from the larger attack is done to the defender. With Energy Defense Field, although you will typically only get 1 use out of this battle card, it is possible for the first ability to cause the second ability to trigger. With Enemy Combat Analysis, a character is in position of stars regardless of what mode it is in, even if said mode does not have any stars printed on it. With Energon Mace, if it is attacking an Autobot leader, the upgraded character will get both plus 1 attack and pierce 3. With Energy Pack and Laser Cutlass, it does not matter what mode the character is in as long as it meets the star count requirement. 
with energy pack, enhanced power cell, increased durability, and minor medikit if the upgraded character takes more damage than its base health but less than its upgraded health provided by any of these upgrades, then the applicable upgrade gets scrapped, the character will get KO'd. With energy transfer, you can choose not to move any damage counters between characters. You can even play it when you only have one character on the battlefield or none of your characters are damaged. But when moving damage counters, they do not count as damaging or repairing either character. With the equipment enthusiast, only count the upgrades found on the battlefield but don't include any upgrades found in the scrap pile or in your hand. With erratic lining, you cannot put it onto an enemy character in an attempt to lower its defenses. You can only put your upgrade onto your own characters. And if you place this upgrade onto a character who has zero defense, that character's defense will remain at zero. But if the character's defense gets raised for one reason or another, then the negative one effect will be applied. With escape casual, you can upgrade a character without a head with this upgrade. It will get a plus one attack bonus, although its trigger ability will not do anything. With even the score, it doesn't directly modify how much attack damage is dealt. Instead, it waits for the effects of other cards and abilities to be applied. From there, it sees if the character will take more than enough attack damage to be KO'd. With the damage that is done by cards such as even the score, it does not count as attack damage. Only damage from the attacker counts as attack damage. With Field Communicator, if you put it onto a specialist, when you only have one card left in your deck, you'll scrap the upgrade, shuffle all of the other cards found in your scrap pile into your deck, and play the card you scrapped. But if you don't, it will stay in your scrap pile. With Force Field, it will work even against Pierce damage. So if an attack with Pierce of 5 or higher, only 4 damage will go through. And if the upgraded character also has Heroism, Heroism will trigger and the Force Field will protect the character if the damage dealt is 5 or more. But if the character will take 4 or fewer points of damage, Force Field will not be scrapped. It will also not remember any previous attacks, even if said attack occurs during the same turn. With Focus Fire, you count every one that is played, beginning with the first one, so it is possible for you to get up to bold 3. You can even have separate characters receive bold if you flip more than one Focus Fire. With Fog of War, players will scrap their cards at the same time. These players should choose the cards they're going to scrap, set them aside, and when both players are ready, reveal these cards and then put them into your respective scrap piles. With Fuel Cash, if one of the flip cards is in possession of all three listed battle icons, then all the flip cards will be placed into your hand. And if you have less than three cards remaining in your deck, go ahead and reveal the remaining cards, reshuffle the scrap pile, and then reveal the remaining number of cards from the top of the deck until you have three total cards flipped. From there, you'll either put them into your hand or scrap them depending upon the battle icons presented. With Fuel Loadout, you can play the upgrade in any order you wish. With Ghost Shield, if an effect places an armor directly onto the battlefield without aiming it, you can put Ghost Shield onto the character that doesn't have any armor. As long as you're not playing Ghost Shield, its first ability does not apply. But if you have a non-armor upgrade in your armor slot, you cannot play Ghost Shield to replace it. It must be replaced in armor in said slot. With Grenade Launcher, like any ability that starts with after the upgraded character attacks will get scrapped after the upgraded character has attacked, attack damage has been done, and the battle has ended. And then if an action places Grenade Launcher onto Optimus Prime Battlefield Legend, it will get scrapped after he finishes his attack. However, if the character with Grenade Launcher attacked with it, but is somehow no longer found on the character, then the Grenade Launcher will not get scrapped. With Carded Posture, although it will decrease the character's attack value, that attack value can never go below zero. So if the character has a base attack value of zero, anything that will increase the value during the attack will experience the negative one to that value. With Head-On Collision, the plus three attack bonus only applies when the character is in alt mode. If it flips to a different mode mid-attack, this bonus will be lost unless it is able to return to an alt mode while still attacking. With Heroic Team-Up, if the Autobot you tap has an upgrade that will increase its attack, count those bonuses as well. The character's attack total will equal the printed attack value plus any bonuses it's getting from any other card. 
With heroism, if more than one character possesses it and a different character is taking the act damage, then you'll get to decide which character will, with this keyword, will take the damage. This damage will still count as an attack damage and cards that care about attack damage will still apply. With hiding spot, your opponent cannot change who will be attacking. When hiding spot is revealed, it's after your opponent has locked into their choice for attacker. With hijack, you do not get to draw from your opponent's deck. You'll always draw from your own deck. With the card that your opponent was going to draw, it stays on top of their deck. And if your opponent draws more cards, they'll draw that number of cards instead. This is due to hijacked effects lasting for the rest of the turn. With hunker down, if the character that is a tank is already in alt mode, or if the character is not a tank in alt mode and still in bot mode, it will not flip. From there, every tank character, regardless if it is left or not, can get an armor upgrade from your scrap pile. And if you have more armor upgrades than you have tank characters, you will choose which armor upgrades go onto which characters. This also extends to the situation when you have more tank characters than you have armor upgrades. With ISO function, the damage counter the character has in the KO area is equal to its health. If the character returns with ISO function, these damage counters will be equal to its health minus 1. And when a character returns to the battlefield, it will stay in the mode it was in while in the KO area. And if you haven't flipped one of your other characters, you can flip the returning character. With Indestructible Sword, if this is equipped to a character and this character gets KO'd, it goes back into your hand. With Infernal Breath, you cannot play this card if you have no untapped characters with, with 5 stars or less. With Infiltrate, it will not be revealed due to the playing of a secret action, even if it possesses an orange battle icon. This remains true when the secret action is later revealed. Since it was already played face down, Infiltrate will not be noted. With Intelligence Mission, you cannot play this card if you have no untapped characters with 5 stars or more. With Intrusion Countermeasure Software, if your opponent's card includes any other instructions, follow them. But if the effect refers to the card that you have scrapped, that part of the effect will not do anything. With Involuntary Promotion, if it is used on a character from the KO area and it ends up with enough damage counters to KO it again, both characters will end up in the KO area, but the character that, that started in the KO area will be, will be on the battlefield for a short period of time, allowing any abilities and upgrades to trigger if the situation allows for it. With Jam Signals, if your opponent has an ability that triggers when they play an action followed by playing a blue battle icon, the blue battle icon action will be cancelled out and have no effect, but the other action will still have its effects. With Kinetic Transfer Whip, it can be triggered multiple times in the same turn, granting two bold each time. With Leap of Faith, if you only have one card left in your deck, you'll scrap that card, shuffle all the other cards found in your scrap pile into your deck, and then play the card you scrapped. But if you don't, it'll stay in your scrap pile. From there, scrap the next top card of your deck and you'll play that card. With Lose the Initiative, it can still be played to prevent an opponent from untapping a character. It just means that you cannot untap a character either. With Lucky Dodge, if there are multiple effects that are trying to modify the same damage amount one of your defenders will take, you can choose to apply the effects in any order you wish. If applying such an effect will lead to an even amount of damage, Lucky Dodge is not revealed, otherwise it is. With Lucky Vest, it doesn't directly modify how much attack damage is dealt. Instead, it waits for the effects of other cards and abilities to be applied. From there, it sees if the character will take more than 4 attack damage. If it does, then the character will only take 4 attack damage. With Master Sword, if an effect places a weapon directly onto the battlefield without playing it, you can put Master Sword onto a character that doesn't have an armor. As long as you're not playing Master Sword, its force ability doesn't apply. But if you have a non-weapon upgrade in your weapon slot, you cannot play Master Sword to replace it. It must replace a weapon in said slot. With Mounted Missiles, you can put it onto a weapon slot, armor slot, or utility slot. But you will have to choose which slot it will be going into and it cannot be moved to another slot. So if you want to play an upgrade for that given slot later in the game, you will have to scrap Mounted Missiles. With Multi-Missile Pod, if you have 3 of them equipped and decide to fire all of them, they will still deploy one at a time with an escalating damage value based upon the previous number of scrapped Multi-Missile Pods. 
With one shell stand, one shell fall, and photon bombs, if it KOs the last character of both you and your opponent at the same time, the game is deemed a draw. With opportune offensive and opportune repairs, it doesn't matter if the mercenary on your team gets KO'd before either card is played. As long as you have them on your starting team, you can play either card. With overheat, other in-game effects still work if it is revealed. So even though orange and black battle icons won't assist in the battle, they are still flipped and effects that are affected by them being flipped will still work. With overwhelming advantage, you can choose to plan as many battle cards as you wish, so you can plan zero cards up to a number equal to the total number of Decepticons found on the battlefield. When you play overwhelming advantage, you decide which character will be affected, even if you have multiple characters that meet the criteria. And if you meet the criterions of the second ability and it causes the defender to be KO'd, the attack will end. With Peace Through Tyranny, if you end your turn with no untapped characters and your opponent has at least one untapped character, that extra turn essentially disappears and you cannot attack again unless you have a way to untap one of your characters. And if you manage to play two of these during the same turn, you'll get two extra turns after the current turn. With Pincer Maneuver, if the first attack KOs the defender, you cannot attack again because if you cannot attack the same enemy with a different Decepticon, you do not have an extra attack. With point defense system, if the character's pierce total is equal to 0 or less, then treat said character as if it didn't have pierce when determining how much damage is done. This is due to negative pierce not doing anything weird. With press the advantage, if you are playing with this in your game, it does not cause your opponent's Decepticon to draw below 0. But if the character's defense gets raised for one reason or another, then the negative 2 effect will be applied. And if you do not have any Autobots on your team, or your opponent doesn't have any Decepticons on their team, you can still play just for one of the effects. With Protected by Metroplex, if Metroplex has been KO'd and the character still has this upgrade, the upgrade will have no effect and said character will take the damage as normal. And though Protected by Metroplex can be played on Metroplex, it won't really do anything since it will take the damage no matter what. With Rapid Ascent, you can put it onto a non-ranged character but they will only get the plus one defense bonus, not the printed ability or bonuses. With Rapid Conversion, it cannot flip characters found in the KO area unless otherwise stated. And with the granting of Thrust Ability Bonus, it is not affected by Rapid Conversion for it is granted at the same time his ability was triggered and not modified afterwards. With Reboot System, when flipping battle cards, you will flip the instructed number of cards before discarding any of the flipped battle cards. This includes any extra cards from Recon System, a white battle icon, and all other triggered abilities such as Bold and Tough. Recon System also does not sync with Optimus Prime Battlefield Legends bot mode ability. This is the action cards affected by his ability will have already been scrapped not among the cards you flipped. With Regenerative Core, the damage counters found on it are just used to track how many times its ability has been used. These counters are not on the upgraded character, cannot be removed by any other effects, and any repair ability does not touch them. With Reprocess, it can be used on any character, either yours or your opponent's. It can even be done if no damage is repaired. With Repurpose, if it is the last card in your hand when you play it, you skip the scrap portion of the instructions and just draw two cards. With rollout, when a character is already in alt mode, nothing will happen. They won't flip and just remain in alt mode. With salvage for parts, it will repair damage from your opponent's character if they have upgrades scrapped from them. With scrounge, if you play it with only one card left in your deck and it is an upgrade, you are allowed to play it. You will shuffle the card from your scrap pile and then you play your upgrade. With step forward, once it is removed, your opponent is not allowed to change what character they will be attacking with. This is due to the fact that once chosen, the decision is locked in. With spare parts, you can only save one upgrade from being scrapped if your opponent is scrapping multiple upgrades from your character. So choose which upgrade you want to keep and then scrap the other upgrade and spare parts. With Speed Trap, Secret Actions count for the game these secret actions that are played face down as an action. With Spy Master's Ruse, if the secret action is not revealed by the end of the turn, both it and the Spy Master's Ruse will stay in the play area until your opponent triggers the conditions for the secret action. 
We start your engine. If the character that is a car and is already in alt mode, or if the character is not a car in alt mode and is still in bot mode, it will not flip. And the car that you just untapped does not have to be the one that you just flipped. You can flip any of your car characters, even ones that are already in alt mode and didn't flip. With Steamroll, any damage delivered to any character that exceeds the character's health, resulting in a KO, instead of discarding the excess damage, your opponent will choose one of their other characters to give that excess damage to. But that extra damage does not proceed to a third character if extra damage exists after KOing that second character. And any damage counters placed onto another character by your opponent will count as intact damage done by the chosen character. With Sturdy Javelin, once it is equipped onto a ranged character, you can throw it in any direction in order to hit any enemy. With Drop Mission, if all of your characters are tapped when this card is played, you will untap one of your characters followed by merely tapping said character. But if all of your characters are untapped, it would be inadvisable for you to play this card since you cannot untap any of them and you will have to tap one of them anyway for the character to attack. With Swap Parts, if one of the two characters doesn't have any upgrades, then just move all of the upgrades from one character to the other. It doesn't have to be a full swap. If an upgrade cannot be put onto another character, it will stay where it is. And if the other character has an upgrade of the same type, said upgrade will stay where it is. When being swapped, if the upgrade says when you put this on a different character or something similar to that, its ability will be triggered. With Swarm, your opponent can choose different characters to receive one damage. You can also choose a different character to receive one repair. Regarding the flipping of battle cards, they are not immediately placed into the scrap pile. Set them aside for now and then scrap all of them at the end of the turn. With Swindled, you do not have to play an upgrade from the two cards that you drew. You can choose an upgrade from your hand. And if you have no other cards in your hand when you play Confidence, you will draw two cards and immediately scrap them. Since your hand will be empty, you cannot play an upgrade. With System Reboot, if a player does not have any cards in the hand, they will not scrap any cards and just draw four new cards. With Tackle, you cannot play this card if you have no untapped melee characters. With Team Up Tactic, if your character is both a truck and a car, it will repair two damage from it as well as draw two cards from the deck. With Tech Research, it does not do anything by itself, but it will need to be played if you wish to play some of the upgrades found in the game. With Tooth and Claw, you get to choose which slot the weapon upgrade will be placed into. But once it has been placed into that given slot, it cannot be moved into another slot. So if you want to play another upgrade for that given slot, you'll need to scrap that given weapon upgrade. And if a weapon upgrade is placed into an armor slot followed by Tooth and Claw being removed, the weapon upgrade will stay where it is. Once an upgrade has been legally played into a slot, it doesn't matter if the means that made it legal gets removed. With Trithelium Shield, if it is defending against a Decepticon leader, the upgraded character will get both plus 1 and the attacker has his uh, pierce total reduced by 3. But if the Decepticon leader has pairs of 2 or less, or none at all, then any pierce attack is ignored. With Unconventional Flying Object, if the spaceship is already in bot mode, you will flip it to the alt mode, even if you can't flip it back. With Unleashed Potential, you will get an additional card that is not currently in the game into your hand. For the rest of the game, you will have that additional battle card. You can even add a card in your deck as a fourth of any kind of card and if it will bring your star count over 25 star limits. The 3 card and 25 star limit only applies if starting team and deck. With Turbo Booster, you can place it onto a non-tapped character but it will only gain the plus 1 attack bonus. Its untapped ability will not do anything. With Valuable Contract, your opponent is allowed to see the card you are going to be putting into your hand and verify exactly one star. If you put it onto a character that already has its own bounty ability and enough damage is done to an enemy to KO it, you will be able to collect both bounty abilities and collect it in any order you wish. However, you cannot collect the character's bounty twice or the Valuable Contract bonus twice. With Vandalize, the only thing that matters is the type of upgrade that is chosen, not the slot where it is occupying. With W5 Gyro Blaster, if you or your opponent are supposed to flip additional battle cards such as from a white battle icon or triggered abilities such as Bold or Tough, they are not flipped. Each player can only flip two cards.
So with that said, as always, you will need to know about the upgrade clarifications. If you like this episode, feel free to give it a like. And if you want to stay up to date on any future episodes that we upload, then go ahead and subscribe. You can also support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash checkpointgain. See you in the next episode and happy gaming.